Good morning, and welcome to episode 134 of the Morning Light Show. We are going to kick off the week talking about inspiration and living an inspired life inside of ourselves so that we can then inspire other people. And that's what we're going to focus on for the rest of the week. So today is going to be about laying the foundation inside of ourselves and what it means to live an inspired life. And then the rest of the week, we're going to talk about ways that you can inspire others because there truly is no greater way to create change and transformation and movement for the good in others than by using inspiration as the way to go about that. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. I had so much fun preparing this episode because I pulled out a lot of the first books that I got over 10 years ago when I first got into self-development and self-help. And it was just so fun to flip back through them and see the lines that I had underlined and if they still resonated with me. And I was really struggling to figure out what my theme for the week needed to be. And it all started to come come together and coalesce around this whole idea of inspiration. And if you break down the word inspire or inspiration, it actually means in spirit. So when we are inspired, we are connected to the source of all that is, God, collective energy, whatever your word for that is. And we are allowing that force to flow to and through us. And when we do that, a lot of really cool things happen to us. As long as we can stay present with that energy, grounded in that energy as often as we possibly can, and we're going to talk more about how we can do that in this show, then magical things start to happen in our lives and transformation can take place. So this is the episode for you. If there's something in your life that you feel like you have been pushing against or forcing or mowing over with your motivation and your ego and your sales quotas and all your numbers and all your hardcore goals and your dates, you can actually let a lot of that pushing and forcing go if you will shift your energy to be an inspired energy. Okay. So when we are inspired, there's a really simple way to know whether we're inspired, which is in spirit or not inspired. And I actually got this from the book Happy for No Reason by Marcy Shimoff. It's a really good book. It's one of the first self-help books that I read. And She talks, obviously the whole book is about happiness, but I think the same thing applies when we think about inspiration. And she says, the things that make us happy expand our energy and the things that do not make us happy contract our energy. And I have also been thinking about this expansion and contraction thing a whole lot in terms of the ripple effect of energy. 
I work a lot with leaders and notice on a daily basis the ripple effect of their energy out into their teams, into their organizations, and it's really, really powerful stuff. In fact, that's why my business is called First Lead You because my belief is you first have to become really intentional about how you are leading yourself because your energy is what impacts everybody around you. So I wanted to take a minute to talk through an example of that positive versus negative ripple effect that can happen. And I think this will help us better understand what I'm talking about when I say living an inspired life. Okay, and this comparison is actually straight from the book um, that I just mentioned, Happy for No Reason. So in the simplest of terms, when we feel contracted, we tend to react like a victim. We complain about problems. We blame others or circumstances. We feel guilt or shame. And the opposite of that is when we feel expanded and we respond like a victor. We focus on solutions. We look for the lesson or gift, and we make peace with ourselves. So that's a really simple way to look at it. But I thought of a really great way to get you to think about the ripple effect of energy. So think of a really awesome teacher that you had. Think of who that person is. And think about how they made you feel. And just sit with the thought of that teacher and how they made you feel. Okay, so I don't know what what they made you feel, but I'm going to guess if I could actually hear you through my headphones that I have on as I'm recording this, that you're saying things like, oh, I felt inspired. I felt happy. I felt like more, I, I was living up to my potential. I was doing great things. I felt encouraged. All of those positive, expansive emotions. So I want you to think about that. When it was a teacher who inspired you, you felt that ripple effect of expansion. Now, I want you to think of a bad boss that you had at some point in your career. So get that person in your head. Now, I want you to think about how that person made you feel probably the opposite of the awesome, inspiring teacher that you had. They probably made you feel um, devalued, doubtful, uncertain, stressed, contracted, fearful. And you may have even noticed you had feelings in your body when we talked about the good teacher versus the bad boss, that you felt more open and expansive when we talked about the teacher and the opposite when we talked about your boss. So That is what we're talking about in inspired energy is that feeling of expansion inside of yourself. And we want to focus specifically today on how can we create that in ourselves more so that we create a positive ripple effect for the people that are around us. And how can we make sure that every single day we are living in spirit And acknowledging that expansion in a way that makes it a habit for us because life is 90% habits. And if you're not somebody who tends to feel that expansive energy, 
then it's something that you're going to have to shift and change in order to be the kind of person that inspires other people. Because when we talk about the bad boss, that person is not inspiring any anything except for maybe for people to look for another job. So let's tune in for a minute to how you can feel expansive in your life and then help other people to feel that same expansion in their life. I'm going to share with you some principles from Wayne Dyer's book called Inspiration. He is absolutely still one of my favorite self-help authors. And this is one of those books that I go back and look at and it's like highlighted and underlined. And there's so many truths in this book. And the whole book is about inspiration. And it was really not easy for me to decide which part to share with you in this short episode. So throughout the week, there are going to be other things that I'll share from this book for, for you as well. Okay, so in one chapter... He lays out the principles that we need to engage in and practice to find our way to an inspired life. And I'm going to tell you, they remind me a ton of what we talked about in all the episodes when we um, delved into the topic of spiritual capitalism and spiritual intelligence. And there were like 14 episodes on that topic. And you may want to go back and listen to, to those as you think about living an inspired life and see what you may be practicing or what you may need to practice some more. Okay, so here goes this list. Principle number one, be independent of the good opinion of others. Okay, this one almost makes me chuckle when I read it because, again, back to the whole spiritual capitalism and building spiritual intelligence. This is what they call field independence. It's not caring what other people think of you and it's not falling into their opinions. And if you're anything like me or just a little bit like me, then you do this and you probably do it more than you want to do it. I have to be so cognizant of when I'm listening too much to the good opinion of others and there are times when what the world is telling you, even your loved ones and your closest friends and your trusted advisors, what they're telling you is not aligned with what you're hearing inside of you and your gut instincts. So when you start to live an inspired life, you have to listen to that small, still voice, that voice of God that comes through you, especially when you're quiet. So that's the first principle is to be independent of the good opinion of others. The second thing is to be willing to accept the disapproval of others. And those are very similar, but a little bit different because accepting the disapproval of others basically says, I know that something that I do or something that I believe is going to rub other people the wrong way. They're going to have a different opinion about it. But when you're living an inspired life, you are okay with that because you're tuned into what works for you and it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. You allow them to be who they are and haters are going to hate. And you find that happens, especially as you put yourself out there more and become more committed to your own truth. There are people that are going to disapprove of that. All right. Principle number three, another one that's not easy and takes practice. Stay detached from outcomes. 
this one makes me just want to like take a big, deep breath. And I was talking with a client about this last week. She, I said something about, you know, just don't be attached to the outcome. She was like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, we set intentions for ourselves, and even goals and have a vision for what we want our life to be. However, sometimes those visions and goals do not align with what the divine wants for us. And so we have to say, even though this is what I think it's going to look like, the divine says it's probably not going to look like that. And it's not going to happen when you want it to happen. So you have to stay detached from the outcomes. It's okay. You want to set some direction. You want to have some intentionality. We're going to talk about intentionality more this week as well in terms of inspiration. However, you have to stay detached from the outcome. Okay. Number four from the book inspiration, know that we need nothing or no things to be inspired. Oftentimes we think that inspiration comes from outside of us in the form of material objects or other people, or we have to be out in nature. I actually have a funny story about how I had this very profound experience with the divine. And I think I talked about this one time on the show, but it's coming up for me again. So I'll mention it to you again is I was just shopping in Steinmart which is not a place I shop at all anymore, but this was years ago. It's probably 10 or 12 years ago when I lived in Asheville. And I had this profound moment where I just felt connected to everything and like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, this is your life. And so it was this overwhelming sense of inspiration, but I wasn't doing anything. In fact, I felt so strongly about it. Like I couldn't even buy anything in the store. So I think it was almost like the universe was saying, well, you went in here looking for something to give you inspiration or to make you happy, but you can find that on the inside at any time. Principle number five, don't die wondering. This is a pretty powerful thing because it basically says if there's something burning inside your soul, that's you feel the sense of urgency around going after it or making it happen, then you don't want to die with the music in you. You don't want to die wondering or having a sense of regret that you didn't make something happen that you really, really wanted to happen. So principle number six, remember that our desires won't arrive by our schedule. Another one that makes me chuckle. It's all about divine timing and trusting source to bring you just what you need when you need it. And when you live an inspired life, you detach from the timing of things. And I'll tell you, this is one thing I've been exploring with goals. I do a lot with goal setting and helping people achieve their goals. And we always set timelines. And I have mixed feelings about that because even though it's okay to set some timelines so that you'll have a sense of urgency to maybe start to work on something, There are times when you go down a path and then you realize like now is just not the time for that. So you have to honor that path. So in the book, Wayne Dyer tells this story about someone who was pushing and forcing and begging for something to happen when it wasn't God's time for something to happen. And he offered the person an affirmation. And so we're going to close today's episode with this beautiful affirmation about remembering that it's all about God's timing 
not ours. And then we'll continue this week on the theme of inspiration and how you can create that positive ripple effect of inspiration in others. Okay. What I desire is on its way. It will arrive precisely on God's timing, not on mine. Everything that I'm experiencing now is disguised as a problem, but I know that it's a blessing. What I desire is on its way, and it's coming to me in amounts even greater than I can imagine. This is my vision, and I'll hold to it in a state of gratitude no matter what. All right. I'll put that affirmation in the show notes as well if you want to print it out and read it to yourself on the regular because it's a pretty good one. Have a fabulous day today. Find that feeling of inspiration as often as you can. And I look forward to having you back on the show tomorrow. That's a wrap for this episode of the Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.